y'all welcome to another episode of sitting ringside i'm your host robert via and as always with me my co-host david rodriguez mark amu miller and rudy Lara. how's it going fellas so good right on yeah man well fellas it's thursday night just like we do every thursday night sitting ringside five book mma we are live um, like I said, this is episode number 128. We have a huge, huge show tonight. Um, but before we get started um, with me doing my whole uh, intro and all of that good stuff, uh, Rudy Lara has a huge announcement to uh, tell us. Yep, yep. The Fight Book MMA family and everybody around the world. So Rudy, drop the bomb, brother. Yeah, I couldn't think of a better way to uh, to let the world know 
episode uh, 128. We have special guest Ray Longo on the show tonight. And uh, mom and dad, you're going to be grandparents again. Look at that. Look at this this old man. Still got it in him. I'm going to be a dad again, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah, I know it's a little weird. We wanted to tell my parents. Uh, we wanted to wait till my daughter's birthday, but mom and dad, you're gonna be a grandma and grandpa again. And any of uh, my other family that might be watching this, uh, there's a little another little bundle of joy coming through. Uh, hopefully by December, man. And um, yeah, freaking awesome, dude. Freaking awesome. I wanted to break the news, let the world know. One day, my kid is gonna look back and go through all our episodes. Uh, and see the ones where I was fucking an asshole and pissed <laughs> off, and uh, you know they're they're gonna go through all the episodes and then eventually get to 128 and say, "Wow, this is how you announced me to the world." And I'm gonna say, hey, "Look, kid, I I did this for you. I didn't do this for your sister." So, right, you're lucky. Hell yeah! Well, well, December, congrats, de- congrats, yeah, congrats Rudy. Yeah, December is a good month too. So hopefully, it's uh, yeah, we can maybe share a birthday too. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be Hell awesome, yeah. bro. That'd be awesome, man. Um Yeah. yeah. Uh, John Jones, one day my kid's gonna beat your ass. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I had the, the honor to know first. And uh, you know, when when Rudy said, Hey, can you keep a secret? I was like, Oh crap. Samara pregnant. <laughs> Hey, Roberto, sure you weren't enough. supposed to say that, man. My wife, wife is watching this. <laughs> That's okay. It's already out of the bag. So, <laughs> But you know what, man? I feel honored. I mean, we're, we've been fucking best friends for 30 years. Um, it seems like it. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, but you know what, Rudy? Congratulations, bro. Congratulations yeah. to Samara. Yeah. Um, another another uh, Lara going to be running around and using her for her or his uh, force um, to wrap uh, y'all in their little finger. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Because oh, I know your little I'm ones already, already doing that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm already too old to be having kids, but uh, I'll welcome one more. And uh, yeah, man. Ho- hopefully it's a boy. If it's not, whatever. I just want it to be healthy. But yeah, dude, I, another girl would be crazy. I don't want to be surrounded by women, dude, for the rest of my life. You know, hey. when you're younger, you, you want that. Oh, but when you're older, yeah. it's like, no, I don't want that, man. I've been there, dude. All well, women only, in my life. It's only right, though, that you announce it on a Thursday, though, Rudy. Very proper. Uh, this is where Hell we yeah. like to be every Thursday night on a jam-packed show. Man, it's been a it's been a great week for Fight Book, man, and wouldn't want to be anywhere else but right here with you, with you boys. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations again, Rudy. That's freaking awesome. And uh and to Samara. So um welcome uh in nine months we will be welcoming another Lara. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, everybody is either on their chat saying congratulations to you, Rudy. So if you want to take a look at that, and or in the chat, we have people uh, saying congrats to you. So that's freaking awesome. Or in the chat, um, we have people, yeah. Uh, so, like you said, we have an awesome show. We have Coach, the man, the myth, the legend, Ray Longo. Um, he will be joining us here on top of the hour. Uh, talking about the huge win with uh, Aljo, um, you know it's a it's a good win and a, a well deserved win the way he won. So, well, we'll get into that uh, later on on the show with uh, with Ray. Um, but let's do the quick uh, shout outs. Foxhound Fuel, 
go to foxandfuel.com. You purchase any of your stuff there. Use our discount code and you'll get 20% off. Um, it's uh, FBMMA in all caps. So go check them out. Shout out to HKA USA. Um, they've uh, been uh, reaching out to me lately and uh, I did a, a nice little uh, cool little article for them recently um, uh, showcasing uh, what they're doing uh, with a lot of the fighters. So go to fightbookmma.com and uh, check out that uh, article I wrote. Also, if you're into betting, go to our boys, our friends over there at raisedbet.com. Um, place your bets out there and uh, use our, uh, 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 our our code as well. Um, it's Fightbook with capital F and capital B, and uh, you'll get some good perks uh, using that code. Um, and to all the uh, promotions that we are partnered with as well, you can go and check those out by hitting the partners tab and you'll see who we are affiliated with. And soon we will be having another um, collaboration with Fightbook MMA and Sitting Ringside. Um, I'm not gonna mention who the, the company is yet until all papers are signed and dotted and all the I's and T's and all the whole shebang is done. Um, but it does come with awesome perks with some fighters, some legends um we will be having those guys on our show soon so i can't wait <clears throat> and it's yep. not just yep. it's some some huge names um that we will be having on our legends. show legends so i just say they're legends. yes they not are that legends. We had legends on the show before man but you know and that's what i love about doing this man i've talked to so many of the greatest fighters right? and just people that i looked up to growing up and and just watching these guys you know what i mean and we've mm -hmm. been fight fans yeah. forever, bro, since, since yeah. well before the UFC even started, you know. So, yep. it's just, yeah, it, yeah, it's just amazing to, to be able to get all these guests on our show and talk to them. Hell yeah, man. You know, it's, it's we don't yeah. really talk to them about the typical stuff. We, we kind of like, we want to get to know these fighters. Right. And the coaches and, and managers that we have, yeah, have on the show, you know. As uh, Crazy Loads would say. We gotta keep on pushing, baby. We keep on pushing. Yeah. We need to have Crazy Looks back on. Shout out, Crazy Looks. Yeah. Keep on pushing. Yes, sir. Hell yeah. yeah. So, and it's not legends just from the UFC. It's it's fighters from One FC, um, from other uh, promotions like Bellator, um, LFA, UFC, some local uh, uh, promotions, and some championship, uh, some champion boxers as well. Um, we will be having them on our show because uh, that's the part of the deal that I'm going to be working on with this uh, camp. So, yeah, exciting news coming soon, guys. Exciting news. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and do what I should, usually do. Should we just do? mention to let's... everybody how they can reach us, how they can find us? Yeah. yeah David? You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Picardo, uh, Trovo, um, OK.RU, um, D Live. You now, I mean, there's all sorts of Spotify, Pandora, yeah, YouTube, yeah for, all, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, for all the audio uh, platform, wherever you get your podcast, just look us up, Fightbook MMA, sitting ringside for all our past episodes. You can find them there, YouTube, of course. But yeah, like, share, subscribe, show us some love, hate, whatever you want to do. Just know we're there. We ain't, <laughs> we ain't going anywhere. We're here every Thursday. So hell yeah. Hell yeah. 
Um, right on, guys. So let me do the rundown quickly here of the upcoming uh, events that's going to be happening around the world. Um, first, we're going to go through the MMA, kickboxing, grappling, Muay Thai category. Um, starting by April 15th, CFFC 107 is happening. Bellator 277, McKee versus Pitbull 2, um, LFA 129, and our friends at Combate Global will be Combate Global 33, Yair and Lupe Perez versus Landry, the Lone Star Kid Ward. That fight is going to be a banger. And uh, live on fight on April 16th, AGP Tours, Sofia International Pro. It's a submission-only event to pro with uh, Pro Gi. Um, and, of course, UFC on ESPN 34 or UFC Fight Night 206. Is it 206? No. I can't remember. Yeah, coming. Yeah, because honestly, with all the events happening, I mean, shoot, we could probably do a six-hour show and talk about Bellator, <laughs> LFA, one. You know, we could definitely do that, but we got to pack <laughs> we can into an hour, 30 minutes, 45 yeah. minutes. But that's yeah. what we're here for, though, bring you all the Hell latest yeah. news. And, uh, but yeah, we're we ready to roll tonight, boys. Hell, yeah. And in the boxing, there's six events happening. The next two are going to be live on Fight TV, which obviously you can go to fightbookmma.com. Click on the Fight uh, TV tab, and you'll be able to find uh, the whole listings of all the other shows that has boxing, pro wrestling, talk shows. I mean, you name it, they have it. Um, so Box and Stat Theater, uh, Christian Martinez versus Anderson Denner on the 15th. Pulse Boxing, a night of championship boxing. Those two are going to be um, live on Fight. Also in London, Gavin Gwynn versus Luke Willis. And on the 16th, live in Arlington, Texas, on Showtime pay-per-view, two title fights. This one is going to be huge. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to be watching. I am going to be watching. It's Zero Spence Jr. versus Jordanes Ugas for the Spence's mm -hmm. WBC and IBF welterweight titles. Ooh. And Ugas WBA super welterweight title. That fight is going to be Anger of a fight. Um, mm -hmm. I think Ugas, I, I have a feeling Ugas is going to manhandle Spence. Oh, um, I do. Okay. I, I don't know. I just a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah. you never know. It's boxing. So let's see what happens. Um, the next uh, title fight, also on that same pay per view, um, it's going to be Radzhab Futia versus. Aimantas Stanoines. Um, they're fighting for Butiev's WBA regular welterweight title. And last but not least, in Manchester, England, live on the zone, Hunter Ben versus Chris Van Herden um, in the welterweight division. So a lot of a lot of action, a lot of events. And like I said, go to Fight TV and you can even find even more stuff on there that has nothing to do with combat sports, but it's very entertaining stuff. Um, so yeah. All right, and guys. Uh, need not forget before we proceed to the UFC 273 aftermath. You're not watching every second, every round, tweeting about it, memes, everything. You're not a real fan. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. So. <laughs> yeah, you aren't exactly. a real fan. And if you aren't doing the uh, the fuck it Friday food um, videos with Dana White, yeah. 
you're not making every meal and eating the whole thing. You're not, not a real UFCer. No. And posting no. it on social media. You're not a yeah. fan. While doing the bucket challenge. Um, yeah. Nice well guys uh before we get the, our guest on here um let's go ahead and grade qsc 273 volkanovsky oh, yeah. versus the korean zombie um what an event guys uh it pretty it, epic night yeah it was it was really really good um mm-hmm. what are you guys' thoughts i mean was there a sandwich of the night fight no mm. yeah, i don't I think, think so was. i know rudy thinks mm. there was and i'm gonna predict there was a couple of what? Sandwich of the I, night fights for me man but uh yeah i think the vin pinchel fight rudy's going for yeah <laughs> well, before yeah, before we take that, let's grade the event. What do you guys give it? Mark? That's a solid seven. It's a solid seven. Yeah, I, I give yeah, it a solid I'm... eight. Seven is high for you, so yeah. that, that's good, man. Yeah. I gave it a solid eight for, for this event. Yeah. yeah I'll give it an eight. An eight. eight. Yeah. If uh, Vin Pinchel pulled out that win, it was a 10 because I would have killed it and made some money. Decisions would have went a certain way. It would have went a bit higher, but certain decisions didn't go a certain way, so they can kiss my ass and get a shitty rating, so fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) The one pick, though, the one pick that I'm totally regretting, I know you guys are going to call me out on it. I picked Mickey Gall by finish, counted out Mike Mallett, but hey, man, Mickey made it a fight. But man, I I never I will never pick that guy ever again. And honestly, that might have been the last time we see him in the UFC cage. Yeah, I, I would agree, man. Um, I mean, we we yeah. typically call the fighters who are going to get the the axe and see curtains the next go around. And uh, I'm not surprised by by what's her name, Kay Hansen. She's the latest casualty. We called it. Yeah, we called we it. We called yeah. it. We called it the 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 the. Before she even fought that she was going to get uh, cut if she lost this fight. Yep. But my favorite fight of the night, I did totally predict the way the fight would end. Aleski Olenek, man. Oh, yeah, Jeez, bro. with the, with oh, the scarf hold. Oh, my go, God, bro. Go, go, I was go back like, to last what? week. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to what I said last week on the show. To the T, he won the fight with the damn scarf hold and got his 188th submission victory in his career. You know, like. We're, I would have to. I mean, in a man, loss, like, to me that 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 was fight of the night. Um, there was a lot of hype going into a lot of these fights, uh, and it yeah. just to me it didn't live up to the hype, man. Um, you know the the Ian Gary fight, like bro, he just mm-hmm. he looked like he got exposed. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Gilbert Burns, Kamzat Kimaev. I don't know, man. To me, I thought Gilbert Burns won that fight, um, and just to say that this dude deserved a title shot i don't know man um kamzad versus usman usman would destroy this dude literally destroy him kamzad has a lot i mean yeah i'm not trying to take anything away from him but bro um gilbert burns now, kind of exposed him he made him look human you know yeah. now let's let's see something here though what do, do y'all think because of his religion being the month that we're in for him to be fasting. Do you think that took a toll on him and took his power away and, and his focus and all of that 
against Gilbert Burns because you know he's is that the excuse? To... I don't I mean, know. I mean, other fighters know. do it too. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying he's he's fasting. He's not eating properly. Did, and did he say getting... that though? No, 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 no. He didn't say that. I'm just thinking that right now. Huh. I'm just no, saying. What, if, what, if, what if that? What if? What if that? played a factor in in his performance because there were a couple of those shots that could have took out gilbert easy because they rocked him rocked him pretty bad yeah i think i think going into the fight though like you could kind of tell that chimaya was going in there going to be guns blazing to be dangerous and uh, gilbert burns was was a damn game guy that night um i know he won in a loss and very rarely does that happen for anybody but with all the hype that comes that had burns was going in there like we said last week all hands on deck. I mean, he fucking was ready to roll. And uh, he hurt Kamza. The round, a very controversial decision. In my opinion, I had Gilbert Burns winning the fight. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to die on a hill for Gilbert Burns, for him winning that fight. But Chemayev, he looked human, like Rudy said. And now the blueprint is there. I'm pretty sure Kamara Usman and his camp and um, them guys are like, yeah, we can we can definitely do this. And honestly, I don't think Chemayev gets the title shot. I think, I think he draws Colby Covington. That's the fight next for Kamzat Chimaev. I agree. I think so, too. I agree. I think he needs to fight Colby um, before he even before he even talks of Usman. Um, he needs to fight. He needs to fight Colby. Yeah, I mean, in the end, too, he was respectful. He's like, man, that's a damn tough dude right there. And Gilbert Burns, man, like I definitely wasn't counting him out. And I thought the fight possibly could end early on either side. But um, it, it was probably one of the better fights that I've seen this year. But uh, it just kind of, like, it puts uh, Chimaev in a position where he just beat the number two guy. He's really got to go through Colby. And that is a fight that, you know, Dana White is loving. And it will be uh, fucking chaos. Colby chaos when they get that about, shit booked. What about Leon Edwards, though? Oh, Leon's getting the yeah, title Leon, fight next, I think. Yeah, if they decide to book that fight, that's proper, man. Leon Edwards has kind of been hanging around. And, um, you know, <laughs> he, he's in a position now where he's the only guy that Guzman hasn't fought a rematch. So, would love to see him get that fight and Chimaev Colby in the meantime sort things out. Is is Usman already matched up with someone? Nope. No. So nope. Then, well, there's talk of him boxing Canelo, isn't there? Well, yeah, but yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. What, if, what if they put what if they put Hamza versus Leon Edwards, and the winner of that fight fights Colby, and the winner of that fight gets that title shot? Or do you think Hamza's just gonna? Jump the 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 two number two in one spot and and get the title shot. No. Well, well see, I think the UFC was kind of banking on Kamzat running through Burns, and then possibly they could get him against Usman sooner than later. But it's going to be a little bit longer time before Usman is officially matched up. So Leon Edwards does make sense, and Kamzat was a little bit beat up. Man, Burns was busted up. They need a little bit of recovery time. So Burns is still one of the top dogs, though, man. Uh, yeah, credit to him. Dana White paid him his win bonus. He made a nice, good paycheck that night and gave comes at the best fight that we've ever seen him in. And he's going to face some some killers, man. So Burns was the first guy, and he barely got past that test. But props to Chimaev, man. He got it done against the second best guy mm-hmm. in the welterweight division in the world. So And that's the way it was. The, the A lot of these, these big fights on this card for me, man, it's just they didn't live up. It just didn't end up the way I expected or the way I hoped. Um, like the Aljo-Peter Jan fight, that one, I wanted to see Aljo knock him out. You know what I'm saying? Um, but he did what he had to do to win the fight. And, mm-hmm. you know, I hear people complaining, talking shit. It's like, dude, 
you do what you got to do to win a fight, man. Um, and the, the the main event, yeah, I don't know, man. It was just yeah, it wasn't fun to watch seeing this guy, you know, no. getting abused that way. I mean, he just it really he wasn't got, seeing zombies. He got his ass beat, bro. Like from oh start my god, to finish, yes, he man. did. And good, he did. Hats off to to the ref for stopping that shit because mm-hmm. he was getting ugly, man. I was just like, dude, I don't yeah. want to hear uh. Who was it? Dan Hardy jump out of the stands and stop the fight. And threaten yeah. the Remember that one time? He that yeah. Wow. Was and then he got cut. And then they fired him after then that. They fired so. his ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but that that fight just—I don't know, man. Um, a lot of these fights just, just didn't do anything for me, man. Um, so it was kind of a toss-up which the which one was going to be the sandwich fight of the night for me because a lot yeah, of them were come- just—I don't know, dude. Yeah, coming off the high of Kamzad and Burns, you go into Jan and uh, Aljo, man. Like, Aljo went in there, it looked super comfortable. Jan looked like he was fighting just pure emotion in there, and everybody mm-hmm. looked, or everybody was picking Jan to just steamroll Aljo. I know last week, you know, I was very confident in my pick with uh, Aljo Man Sterling, a healthy guy. Uh, he was in Peter Jan's head, man. Like, and he was a clearly big seen that. Too. And, Mm, yeah, yeah there, I don't understand he, he why. Made a I mean, lot we of... talked about it last week. I was like, dude, I yeah. don't see why he's such a big underdog in this fight. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, I think whoever, out- whoever whoever picked Aljo to win by decision made some major bank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And and Jan, man, I mean, I mean, he was, you know, going. This is the ultimate grudge match, the rematch to prove a point, and Aljo went in there and. He, he knew he had three rounds up and sort of cruised the last two rounds. I don't know why. I think that was like a conversation he had, a recent interview that I heard. But he was comfortable in there, man. He knew he wasn't in any danger, um, not at all. I mean, there wasn't really like a whole lot of significant strikes landed on either side. But Aljo did have the advantage on the ground. It kind of flipped the third round on. Jan had some moments. But Aljo, you know, definitely knew what he was going to do, the game plan going there. He said he was going to choke him out, take his back. It nearly happened early, like first, second round. The first round, controversial. They say that's what the fight yep. came down to. But mm-hmm. honestly, the later rounds, Aljo sort of cruised. He knew he wasn't in any danger, and he was he was the better man that night, man. Yeah, this this whole event, um, like I said, just didn't live up to expectations for me, and I think for a lot of people. Um, I don't know, man. Like the uh, Mackenzie Dern Tesha Torres fight, it was a good fight, mm-hmm. but I I think Tesha got she got robbed, bro. She got robbed. She got robbed in that. Yeah, Vince, Torres got Vince robbed. Vince Pichel and Matson, fucking Matson is boring, dude. Um, <laughs> nah, Ian, Ian Gary, yeah. Darian Weeks, I, I don't know, man. Ian Gary just—he's another guy who who kind of just got exposed. He was supposed to go in there and just mop the floor with this dude, you know. I was mean? gonna say Ian Gary came in this fight with so much hype, and yeah, he just looked like a, yeah, and he looked like an average fighter. Yeah. You know, well, I'm gonna go against you guys, and I'm gonna say Ian Gary's still gonna rise up and be a goat right now. I'm oh yeah, no, I'm not saying that he he's I'm, not yeah, gonna, he's course. not gonna be far. <laughs> it's just gonna take a little longer than expected. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but Mackenzie Darren Torres, yeah, no. Hernandez. yeah, that was that was slight ice cream sandwich material right there too. So I don't know. Yeah, that one was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There was, there was a lot. I'm telling you, there was a lot of fights to pick, you know, sandwich fight of the night. Um, but for real, but, uh, man, but, Alexi Olenek, hats off to that dude. That is a man, dude. legend. Le- guy is a bad dude. Yeah, man. And, and, and he was teaching the guy to move guy. after. 
It was Tisha's got the movie after the oh, event. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Dude, uh, they, they showed him, uh, you know, backstage. Uh, Bandera was all excited to talk to him and wanted to know, you know, how, how, did he, how he did it. And they were showing, Alexei was kind enough to show him. He was like, Mm-hmm. He showed him the technique, and he's just amazing, this is, bro. This is how you do it. That was awesome, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome yeah. Guys do that, man. He, and what, and what did he say that, that he's got about another five to ten years? Yeah, they, they oh, asked yeah. him to do the fight, yeah. post-fight interview. How, many, how much longer do you see yourself doing this? Oh, not much longer. Maybe ten years. <laughs> <laughs> another oh, 85 fights. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. More the guy's been ch- he's been choking people out since, like, 1992. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? It's amazing. So he wants well, to pass Tony yeah. Carter and fucking Jeremy Horn. <laughs> I mean, if you count I think all it, of his amateur fights, yes. <laughs> I think, like, oddly enough, they mentioned it on the UFC broadcast is like he fought Chael Sonnen. Like, I don't know how long ago it was. It was like pre UFC days. And I don't, I'm pretty sure he beat Chael Sonnen. Oh, don't, don't quote me on, but um, yeah, that guy's, I'll well, never pick against him. I never have, but man. Isn't isn't Vince Pichel Cup Swatson's dad? <laughs> <laughs> he let me down, man. I'm so upset about that pick. Like I was killing it. I swear to God, that pick. Ben Pinchel, man. I don't know. Mark Madsen, like Rudy said, boring fight, man. Like, I don't know. He just negated like the later the last like two minutes of like, the second round, Pinchel faded and Madsen took over from there. It was yeah, a close fight. He gave up, you know? you know what I mean? And I don't I don't yeah. blame him. It's like what are you going to do with this guy? He just wants to grab you and take you down. What, what about the call-out of uh, Raquel Pennington? Yeah, I, I think that's the right move, man. Um, right? You know, and I, I like four, the way she four, did that, Four too. wins? Yeah, she's been on a let's, streak. Yeah. Let's go. She she proved it right there against Jackson Lack. Yeah, and then Tisha Torres, though, like Rudy mentioned earlier, like Mackenzie Dern, like that was a good fight, like matchmaking-wise. Like somebody was going to come out, you know, in the title talks, and Tisha Torres been on such a run. I knew she wasn't going to get wasn't going to get finished. Dern really didn't put her in any danger. Like as far as those grappling exchanges went, Dern is dangerous, but Torres was ready to go. It was a super close fight. I had Torres winning it. I was kind of upset with that decision, but it could have yeah, gone I mean, either way. I mean, I mean, she, yeah, Mackenzie Dern didn't have any takedowns. If you look at the strike count, yeah. Tessa Torres had like almost 20, 25 more strikes total than, um, mm-hmm. you know, than Mackenzie Dern. And if you break it down, I mean, she won every round. So I, mm. I don't see it. just because she put her in a little danger with the submission attempt. That, yeah, but that's the thing. They, they were attempts. Yeah. Any and, other, and these fight, were any other where fighter. She, pulled, she yeah. pulled guard on her ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Any other fighter would have tapped. Yeah, like and I think she was down. a bit – yeah, she was somewhat surprised that she won the fight. You know what I mean? Mackenzie Dern, you know. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it could have gone either way. Kind of screwed my picks up a little bit, but oh, well. Tisha Torres <laughs> still has not been finished. And I don't – I mean, if Mackenzie Dern couldn't finish her at this point in her career, Tisha Torres, I don't think anybody's going to ever finish that woman. She's tough as nails. So, uh, disappointment there. Oh, well, but, yeah, but main, main event, though, Volkanovski, we all got to admit, the man mm. down under is one of the greatest fucking featherweights Yo, fighters all time. Joining us, boys. Oh, Holy shit. Connecting <clears throat> audio. Right on. Ray, Ray, you there? Well, I can hear you. What's up, guys? Hey, everybody yeah. watching, listening, I uh, want to welcome to the show the OG, 
Ray Longo joining sitting ringside Five Book MMA. Thanks for joining us, Coach. Awesome, buddy. Nice. Thanks for having me on. Hell yeah. For some reason, I don't know if it's me or your phone, but you look sideways. But you're saying you look sideways. I look my, on, my, on my phone, I look normal. You guys look sideways. I don't know, I don't know what to maybe, do. Maybe, maybe turn your phone down. Yeah, uh, we'll take that. All right. Awesome. That was I don't easy. want to keep talking to you like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what just do we like got, David guys? said, just, you know what, man? Just like David said, you are, you know, the, the, the myth, you are the legend, you are the man. Um, everybody knows who you are. You're, it, it's, it's, it's really, really huge honor to have you on our show, um, you know, days after the win of, of Aljo's win. Um, you know, so congratulations to you and to the team and for Aljo um, taking the belt home once again. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Really, it's, a, it's an honor working with these guys, and it's been really been a long ride. So I don't know when it's going to end, but uh, so far we're, I'm still enjoying everything, and that's all that matters. Yeah, for those who, who, uh, who don't know who Ray Longo is and live under a rock, uh, you know, he, he's, he's coached some of the uh, UFC greats. Matt Serra to defeat George St. Pierre, Chris Weidman to defeat Anderson Silva, and the latest Aljo to defeat uh, Peter Yan. Um, that's pretty epic, man. That's pretty epic, and it's an honor having you on here. Good stuff, man. And I just left all those guys with the eyes. I left Matt, Aljo. We took Aljo out for dinner. Aquinta, John Volante joined us. Uh, Dennis Bazooka. Man, it was, we had a great row, time. Just, yeah, it's just... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, it is kind of like a family, so it's it's very satisfying. I bet people in that restaurant, they were like, oh, shit. Uh, we don't want to fuck with these guys. Well, I'll tell you, well, Volante, Volante's about 350 now, so I think they were scared of him the most. <laughs> if they saw him walking in through the door. They're like, oh, shit. Um, yes, sir. Whatever you say, sir. Yeah. Oh, man. That it. How was the uh, the dinner tonight celebration? What was for dinner? What was on the menu tonight? How was everybody feeling? Oh, man, we went to Eddie's uh, Pizzeria. It's not really a pizzeria, but it's Eddie's Pizza. And, uh, yeah, man, on those guys. I had what's called a bar pie. He's like the original bar pie from like 100 years ago, which is absolutely phenomenal. Those guys stuffed rigatoni, uh, field palm, chicken palm. Those guys ate like they... We're going to the electric chair. It was a huge. I, I barely right. made it home. I, I'm glad I made this. I, I said 9.30. I, I thought I was giving myself like a half hour. Just uh, yeah. crazy. That sounds good. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, timing worked out great, though, Coach. Appreciate the time you making it. Like I said, you're just fresh off. Aldo just getting back into town. You guys celebrating. Uh, was there any uh, celebration down in Florida after the win, or what happened after that? Were you guys all hanging out, or? I'll tell you what, man. So Aljo got done fighting. We were in the back, and it was probably about quarter after one, right around Vulcan out the time Volkanowski fought. So the, by the time he got done with like the media and all of that stuff, we got back to the hotel about three. And oh. the Florida closes down pretty early, so somebody had ordered food before that. But I think I left his room at like four thirty in the morning. It was crazy, so we didn't really get a chance to go out, and there was no place to go anyway because everything was closed. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I went home the next day. Those guys, I think, uh, probably got up around nine, started drinking and didn't finish till about nine the next morning. But uh, that's what I heard. That's just, there might be a rumor. It might be a rumor, I'm not sure. 
Well, well, well deserved, well earned, though. If so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. well deserved and well earned. Um, after what over a year of, of shit talking from uh, Peter Jan and his crew. Oh man, we got bombarded, Aljo especially. <laughs> but I mean, you know how bad these guys are. Even if Aljo put up a post and you commented on something positive, you'd get tortured. Like yeah, they, they. No. They were they. It was a scorch old policy, man. They didn't give a shit. Anybody who said anything positive, you'd have like fifty thousand clown emojis sent your way. Was, uh, <laughs> they got their nah. shit. They, they definitely got their hatred together on social media. They were coming in clusters. Oh. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, and it's such, such a big underdog, though, Alja. That's why we were just talking, Ray, with the, the breakdown and the fallout of UFC 273. Just so many people counting Aljo out. He was supposed to get steamrolled. Jan was the Jan was this, Jan was that. Aljo went in there, looked comfortable. It kind of looked like Jan was fighting with pure emotion. He had some moments in the fight, man, but Aljo knew he had it in the bag. He wasn't damaged. Uh, he was he's looking comfortable out there, so... He went in there in a great place, and we seen a, uh, you know, see him go out there and and make it happen and prove a point. So, it was a great night for y'all, and I enjoyed watching the man. Definitely, Alderman Sterling, well deserved. I love to see it happen. Yeah, thanks, man. And again, I just left him. I mean, it's not a mark on him. So, wow. I mean, yeah. You know. Yeah, true. You know, you know what kills me, guys, is that everybody he was supposed to get slaughtered, not make it out of the first yeah. round. Uh, he doesn't have a prayer. I mean, blah 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 blah. Then at the end of the fight, they're, they're breaking it down to like one second of the first round that they think may be on one. Like, it, it's still crazy to me. Like, they just can't – they can't give it up no matter what. They cannot give it up That's to right. the guy. So, uh, yep. I don't know. I had an easy, easy fight to score, one, two, three. Uh, yeah. And I tell you, imagine scoring the first round of 10-9 for Jan and not giving – Aljo at 10 8 in the second round. I mean, that would be yep. crazy. That's what I'm saying. The margin, in the, even if the first round was close, it was really not really much activity. Aljo landed a nice elbow. He landed some beautiful body kicks. He wasn't running away. His footwork was perfect. It's almost like it's almost like taking points away from Sugar Ray Leonard. I'm not comparing him to Leonard's footwork, but you know what I'm saying? Like, just mm -hmm. movement is part of the game. You know what I mean? Because a guy's coming forward like Frankenstein, not doing anything means nothing to me yeah and uh, yeah i know i heard aljo talk with uh recently i think a nolan king interview or so that the later rounds he knew he kind of had his number that he wasn't hurt he wasn't going to be put in any dangerous positions and whether or not he cruised or so the second the last two rounds you know more than i do coach but he looked comfortable out there peter john did not look comfortable and it had mm -hmm. to be those first three rounds where he knew he was up but aljo did his job like you said don't have a mark on him didn't look like he was in a fight, but he went out there and proved a point and earned a world title and and shut all them haters up, man. So I was happy to, to see that. And people that counted him out, they owe that man an apology. And I know he's been talking about that too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a fun. Aljo's a funny dude for sure. But uh, yeah. you guys got to remember too. After being on the floor in the second and third round, that's what you see Jan fighting emotional, and he did not want to be down there again. So I think that offset him just enough to where he really couldn't get his offense booking at all. So that's the beauty of those rounds where the people think he was stalling down it. First of all, if anybody's ever been in the body triangle, even if nothing's happening, it's uncomfortable. You know what I mean? You get yeah. your diaphragm squeeze. You can't breathe right. And Aljo did do some damage in the second round. You know, he, he opened up a little bit. 
but, you know, he went with position first. And Jan had no answer to it. But I think it set up for the later rounds that Jan couldn't overextend himself for the fear of ending up in that position again. He, he already knew he wasn't getting out once he was down there. And that's got to be a that's got to be a shitty feeling. Like, you know, he yep. goes down one more time in the fourth or fifth. It's a totally done deal. So I think that was part of the reason why he couldn't really get going. The emotion plus the fear of really ending up on his back for another three or four minutes. He seemed very emotional leading up to this this fight. <laughs> uh, and just walking in walking in there, he looked, uh, I don't know, he didn't look like the the regular Peter Yan. This dude just looked like Aljo had his number and he knew it. And uh, uh, we were talking about it on our show last week how – you know, Aljo's coming in here at a plus 330 underdog, and it just blows my mind. Like, what are you people watching? You guys are you guys are way too emotional. Yeah. I, I, I don't well, I, get it. I, this is the only thing I could think of. Plus, I, I tell you, over here, people got him at 380, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, here's the problem. Because of, you know, what happened, the circumstances of what happened last fight, people block out the first four rounds. They just see what happened at the end. That's it. Mm. I, this is my opinion. I think, you know, because I had a couple of guys call me before the fight said, man, I just re-looked at that fight. That fight wasn't a bad fight. I think, you know, Aljo's winning this fight. If he's feeling good and he's healthy and he corrected the neck problem and the dietary problem, I knew it was going to be a totally different fight. He had a great camp. But I think people couldn't get past that he got the championship on a disqualification which is unfortunate. I didn't like it either. Nobody yeah. liked it. You know what I mean? Uh, but that was out of our control. I mean, if, you know, dumb, dumb doesn't hit him with the illegal knee where he wouldn't have been in that spot, you know, but he chose, and I think it was premeditated to the knee that kid in the head execution style. Yeah, People mm -hmm. want to act like yeah. it's some kind of conspiracy that uh, some, someone was paid to make that happen. And it, it's just, it's stupid. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> wanted that to happen. Yeah, yeah. But I tell you, when you look at that knee, man, that knee was for real. Oh, it was. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And that people just, man, they glide over that like nothing. Mm -hmm. The guy, the guy's an actor. Yeah. yeah. What'd you think, uh, coach, in the moment? I know there was a position where it was very similar to the first fight where the crowd was yelling, knee, 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 or so, and it was very close. <laughs> at that time, close. What, what were you thinking? as coach right there in the mix and just everything possibly happening all over again. Like, what did you feel at that moment? I I, th I, I actually thought he was going to knee him again. One of those times was right in front of me. I'm like, no, please don't do this. Don't do it. Please don't do, you know, but I thought he was going to, you could see he thought about it too. Yep. Not thought about mm. kneeing him, but he was consciously thinking about not kneeing him. So they did a yeah. good job with that. But yeah, I wasn't really sure, to be honest with you, because, you know, once you start fighting and the emotions and everything else that goes into it, you never know what's going to happen. So, uh, you know, the first one was like one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three <laughs> Mississippi. It was a long time. This one was a little quicker and then positions changed. So I'm glad he didn't yeah. do it. Uh, and but yeah, but I, I, I can't say I wasn't worried. <laughs> I think yeah. we were all worried. We were all worried. Yeah. Man. I was watching that like, no, don't. Yeah, don't, yeah please, please don't. don't. Don't fuck this fight up, too. <laughs> right? Uh, no. And at that point, that, and then people would probably say, okay, maybe Aljo wasn't faking it. This dude is a fucking cheater. 
I'm gonna, you know what, man? I, I think we're living in a world that's unrecognizable to oh, me. Oh, yeah, I, it is. I still think they, they'd find a way to blame Aljo for that. Yep. That seems to be what's going. They'd find a way. You know? But not not anymore as he walked out. You guys walked out of there with the gold. And, um, yeah, man, there's, uh, there's some big names on the table. I know the call-out. Uh, post fight, I loved it. I loved the TJ Dillashaw call out. I seen him in the crowd, and I had a feeling he was there for a reason. Is that the fight you guys want next? I mean, there's what Marlon Vera, uh, Rob Font coming up. Like the 135 division's loaded, man. But the Dillashaw fight, I heard the UFC is going back to New York soon. Very proper, oh, wow. right? We well, you know Aljo has. Um, he's got one of his cat scan for his brain. There's only one state he can't fight, and they're supposed to change it but they haven't done it so far. And that's New York, believe it or not. So oh, that's why oh, you've wow. never seen him. That's why you've never seen him fight there. He's been cleared ah. by the top neurologist, but you know, New York is such a litigious state. They had that. I think they had the margarita fight, right. Or something happened where mm. they got, they got sued for like a hundred million in one of those boxing cases. And they're just playing as as conservative as possible. So hopefully they'll change it and he'll get the fight in uh, Madison square garden. Like, Weidman had the opportunity to, and mm-hmm. uh, I quit had the opportunity. It's a big, it's a big deal to fight in the garden when you're from New York. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I was wondering about that too. Cause yeah, Funk master defending that gold in NYC, I think is very proper at this point. I'm very happy for him and you coach uh, you guys, you know, climbing that ladder. Cause Aljo, man, I've been following that guy for many years. You with Weidman, with Matt, Sarah, you guys are a small camp, small small group, and you guys keep it real tight, man, and uh, accomplish some big things in the MMA world. So, Aljo getting that gold with that pink suit uh, post-fight, I was loving it, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 I love it. I love you. had to see the inside, the inside of that oh, suit was I, even better he, than the outside. He showed yeah, it. He showed it. Yeah. 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 Very good funny. stuff. Now, Coach, I have a question. So with the fight with Chris Weidman against Anderson Silva, the most favorite, famous quote of yours was, I want you to punch a hole in his fucking chest. Now everybody is talking about what you told Aljo. Uh, so like, Aljo, look at him, look at him, look at that motherfucker. That's what I'm talking about. Like, where did you come up with this stuff at the moment when you're in, in, in such a, 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 a huge crowd a big cage in, in the, I don't know, like, where do you get this stuff? <laughs> I I got to tell you, man, I think it's partially because I might be sick. I might be a sick person, but uh, no, I don't know. You know, it, you know what happens, like, for this fight? I'm leaving New York, and I hear this guy say he's going to kill Aljo's team on site. Yeah. So I'm already yeah. aggravated, right? And then, no. you know, Aljo's supposed to get killed, and then he just spanked him for five minutes of the second round. I'm like, this is the guy that that this is the guy they think is going to kill you. I mean, look at him; he, he was miserable. You know what I mean? He he just embarrassed the guy. He couldn't get out of the body lock, and uh, I think it's everything put together. It's the moment. I want Aljo to know, look what you just did. We could do this all night long, and uh, it just comes out like that for some reason. I don't. I don't know. I, I, I really don't have an explanation for it, you know, because I'm not, you know, I can't do that every fight, you know? So it's, <laughs> I think it's these big fights where I think, you're getting, I'm, so you're getting emotionally my, I think I'm so pissed at my guys, the underdogs that I just lose my shit at some point in the fight. You know, I don't know what it is. 
<laughs> you know. Well, yeah, you know what? The, it doesn't been matter. The biggest underdog, it's man. awesome. Really? Yeah. 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 Well, Sarah GSP was, you saw what they say was plus 800, 850. Oh, yeah. and, oh, I, and I know there were guys in the neighborhood that got him at plus 1,000 because yep. they made a killing on it. Mm. So. Yeah, that 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 GSP Matt Serify was that was epic. <laughs> but imagine being was... plus one thousand and you really believe your guy's gonna win. I mean, that's beautiful. Yeah. Like when right? I saw that the is. odds on Aljo, yeah. I was like, "This is great." I'm glad they had the odds like this. Me too. Yeah. Know, so. yeah so whoever, whoever, yeah, whoever made a bet on Aljo winning by decision, wow, yeah. they made they made some major money. Yeah, they did. A lot of people did good. Trust me, good. Oh, yeah. You saw the yeah, one story. You know, it's funny. The one story I told was uh, I'll, I'll give you the uh, condensed version, but I'm, I'm on the plane, and there's a guy. He starts talking shit about Aljo. He's going to get killed in the first round. So, you know, he's not making it out of the first round. So I said, well, let's bet on it. I'm not even looking at him. He's behind in the seat. He's talking to his friend who's in front of me. But blah, 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 the guy was drunk and he was out of his mind. Uh, we get off the plane. I guess we're at the baggage carousel. Now we have no masks on. So I think now they re they know who I am. But on the plane, I don't yeah. think, you know, nobody knew. So he's like, he's like can, I, can I just talk to you for a second? I go, I really don't have, I don't have the time for you. Because he was, he's like, no, no, seriously, please. And just look, look at something. He shows me his phone. He had like an 11-leg parlay. And the first nine he hit, the last two, he had Jan and Volkanowski for a million dollars. Oh, if my Jan, God. If Jan and Volkanowski win, he bet six grand, he would have got back a million. True story. And I tell him, you're going to lose the bet, man. You lose it. I'm, I'm saying Aljo, he's, he had a perfect camp. He's not complaining about any injuries. His head's in the right. I go, that you and supposedly his friends told me they saw me at the hotel that he hedged on it or whatever they whatever you do. So he was either gonna win two hundred grand or a million dollars. So obviously he won the two hundred, which is still a good night, you know what I mean? So well, yeah. but a million dollars he had on that. Jan and Volkanowski. He's out of mind. That's crazy. <laughs> well, if if he was if he was a fan, he would have watched uh the embedded. And on one of the embeddeds, you show uh, they, they're showing Aljo flexing. I was like, damn. That this dude, dude looks, he that looks dude phenomenal. Dude, like, he's, he's, he ba looks, he's, based, he's basically wow. a bodybuilder at that point. I was going to say, he looked yeah. like a, like one of those bodybuilders and yeah. or, you know, those type of models that go up there, you know, and yeah, that was, I, that that blew me away. I was like, oh, okay, oh, yeah. this guy, this guy's coming in and he's going to, he's going to make people's no, no, change. no. He, yeah. No, very. We had such a great camp. And, <clears throat> you know, we had uh, Marab, Ally, Quinta, Dennis Bazooka. He loves these guys. They they gel together. They do a great job working with each other. It's nice to see. And, you know, they're all just super talented guys. So it was, it was great watching. Yeah. Marab is another it, guy that that we love, man. Uh, I've been watching yeah, he's oh, yeah. forever. That dude is that dude is a future champ up up and coming, man. Um, Are we seeing Marab in the cage anytime soon? I I think this is you know it's funny. Anytime they talk about fights, you never hear the guy's name mentioned. I don't know if anybody wants to fight yeah. him, but I'm going to say <laughs> no. there's a potential Dominic Cruz fight. I think. Oh man, yeah, I love yeah. That. Cruz I is going to get that, murdered. I think <laughs> that's true. Yeah, 
So and is very, a, very exciting time. And Coach, too, is I know you said uh, Aljo did his camp uh, up there in New York. He lives in Vegas now, right? Uh, going on, going forward, his next fights, he's going to continue to do the same routine because oh, it seems like man. it's kind of a good thing to, to make it happen up there and you guys, you know, make that trip, make that walk once again, right? Oh, man, I hope so, man. I miss, I miss these guys. We lost a lot of people during COVID, but Aljo <laughs> does have a house on Long Island, so he lives both places. Um, oh, okay. So hopefully, yeah, I... I Man, I, you know, I don't like if it ain't broke, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, whatever that saying is. But I, mm-hmm. I like I like what he did, and I'd like to just repeat it, and I think it was the best thing for him, and I hope he realizes that too. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So off topic, and yeah. I like to ask this to all the other guests. What do you like to do for fun, man? I mean, like, what, what do you, what does, what does Ray Longo do when he's not coaching these beasts of warriors at this, you know, badass gym, or hanging out with Matt Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> isn't hanging, wait, isn't hanging out with Matt hey. Sarah enough? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, I like, I like playing the guitar. It's like my form of meditation. Um, and uh, that's it, man. I go out to dinner with like a lot of old friends now. I'm finally starting to, you know, I, for a while I wasn't even going out, but now I'm starting to reconnect with a lot of, you know, guys from the old neighborhood and shit. So it's great, man. I'm having, a, I'm at literally having a blast. I kind of, I'm not gonna say I slowed down at the gym a lot, but maybe just a little. I take a little more liberties and go out and hang out. And uh, like tomorrow, I'm heading to Atlantic City. I got three guys fighting. At the Hard Rock, but I'm just going. I'm taking my wife. We're just going to chill out. Aljo's going down. We'll hang out together, and uh, we're not. Both of us aren't going to corner. We're just going to observe the fights. I, unless I get hoodwinked into one cornering job, but <laughs> I think I just want to chill out, and I want to take a couple of weeks off. So I, I love going to the fights. I love being a, you know, a, a guy in the stands. Love yeah. it. I mean, I, yeah. I, that I that I could do forever. You know. That's awesome. Do you, yeah. do, you do any golfing or fishing? No, not at no. all. No, I never got into <laughs> golf at all. Oh, we, man. We've he, gone to events, man, and we've gone as media, and that's a lot of work. So I can't imagine what it's like being a coach. Um, yeah, it, it's a big difference, you know, when you're when you're involved as opposed to just watching and relaxing, enjoying the fight. Um, oh man, that that I like. I like when I don't have a guy fighting, and like I think for the uh, when Masvidal fought Nate Diaz, it was like me mad. Al, Joel, Volante, we, we just have a blast together. We have a lot of laughs, and that I love doing. That I'll do that. a great time, man. Uh, it's, 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 I've never never had a bad time like that, you know, so it's it's, it's fun. That's awesome. And, I, and too, Coach, I got to ask you, um, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, you and Marab made that trip down. I guess I think it was Casey Kenny. Y'all fought that night. Did what, you? Was it, ta- was it Casey Kenny? Yeah, I was in the yeah. attendant. I was in the building. I seen y'all there. Um, I want to ask, did you uh, do you have a chance to get a taste of any green or red chili out here in New Mexico, Albuquerque? I'm gonna say, I want to say yes at the hotel. Yeah, but definitely the tacos yeah. were were outrageous. I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, you got served that green chili or the red chili. Either one. It's the the chili here is. 
Bro, you guys and your chili over there, you guys are weird. <laughs> well, I mentioned hey. it because that that the time when they fought, that was the the last one of the last UFC cards before COVID. Wow. You know what I mean? In Albuquerque. And then it was, you know what I mean? Everything kind of shut down. And yeah, man, I remember seeing y'all there. Wanted to talk to y'all, but I, I had to see Marab in action. And since then, man, just a big fan. Always been a big fan of you, coach. But yeah, Marab took care of business in a tough Casey Kenny fight, man. Yeah. Look where he's at hey. now in his career. Yeah, Casey Casey Kenny's no joke. I love watching that kid fight. He's a sweetheart of a guy too. I met him a couple of times. I I like him and I wish him the best of luck. You know, maybe a little undersized yeah. for thirty five, but that's his only thing because he's been on fire lately. And I do love you. Do love you mentioning that Dominic Cruz versus Marab. Man, jeez, I I love that matchup. Yeah. I hope. Yeah, if, if that comes to fruition, oh, yeah. everybody, y'all heard it here first. Straight out of the coach's mouth. Yeah, I'm yeah. not, I'm not 100% sure of that, to be honest with you. Hey, well, Mick Maynard oh. watches the show, man. So a lot of the fights that we've yeah. wanted to happen, he's made them happen. <laughs> That's true. He's, a, he's, a, he's another good guy. He's a great oh, guy. Yeah. Mick, tell him, tell I, it when you. If you talk to him, tell ask him to tell you the story about my bet with Danny Rubenstein, Jan's manager. He'll oh, make you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's another guy that we need to get on our show is is Mick uh, Maynard, man, because me and Rudy have known him since uh, he was running his uh, legacy ch- uh, um, uh, promotion out there in Houston. So, oh um, wow, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's actually yeah, where yeah. I saw him. I had a guy fighting in Houston a couple of weeks oh. ago. And he lives oh, up nice. yep. Sweetheart, yeah. really nice guy. Like Mick a lot. We are very oh, nice yeah. guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, well, I got nothing more to say. I don't know if the other guys have uh, any questions. No, Mark. It's an Mark. honor having you Mark. on here. I want to thank you again for taking the time to, to join us, man. Um, thank you so much. No, anytime, man. Thanks for having me on. Any Anytime in the future, just let me know. Awesome. Hey, and if you want to throw some of your fighters our, our, uh, our way to, to jump on on our show, just uh, reach out to David or David will reach out and, and and let's make it happen. Wait, 100%. I got a couple of up-and-coming guys you'd love to talk to. Just uh, shoot, me a, we love, shoot me a text we on that. that. I'll, yeah. I'll send you a couple of names. Awesome. Yep. Right on. So, Appreciate David, yep. you, you get on that uh, phone call. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll do. Coach, appreciate you coming on just after a big win honor to have you on this show we've had a lot of great guests um just appreciate you making the time man out there i know it's a little bit late on the east coast we're out here in new mexico texas mark's up in canada but yeah timing yeah, was yeah. great no uh, thanks oh, again wow, for nice. having, having you on oh yeah. cool man i'm glad i'm glad i could make it happen anyway guys thanks i really appreciate it we'll talk soon definitely shoot me that text i'll send you some interesting characters to interview right on. awesome thanks. awesome thanks. awesome guys forward thanks, to it. have a good one appreciate it, it. Man. you too thank you rick thank you all right, guys, another great interview in the books, another great uh, guest on uh, Sitting Ringside. Yep. Epic, man, epic, and we're not even done yet. We got 30 minutes left. We're going to break down a couple of other things. I just got chills because we just talked to the coach. <laughs> right, dude? Man. I think yeah. we're done, so let's end the show there. Dude, I, dude, I, enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy this so much, man. We, we've talked to some of the, the greatest people in MMA history, bro, in MMA history. Um, yes. Boxing, yeah. you know, just this is just a, a dream come true for me just to, to be able to Hell talk yeah, to, so many, man. to so many guests, and they know who we are, you know what I mean? Um, it's yeah. awesome, man. It's awesome.
and especially coach to jump on the show days after yeah. the event. That right, and then after he just had dinner with a bunch of killers, to rush home and talk to us. Like, yeah, come on, guys. To to all the haters out there, we're doing something right. <laughs> you can suck exactly. <laughs> I got two words. Yes. Fuck it. <laughs> you suck. Shut. But you know what? Huge shout out to David making that happen, getting coach on the show. Fucking a. You know, so that right there, you know. Yeah, and right future on. baby of mine, you'll remember this episode, episode one. Hell yeah, Ray Longo on. Ray Longo just uh, just saw the little uh, tab come down. He said thank you. So thank you, Ray. It was awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, such such a huge honor. And shout out to you, David, for making it happen, man. Right on. Well, he's on mute still. <laughs> how, how, how are we going to top that? You're still on mute, David. He's on mute, David. There you, oh, go. there you go. You're on mute, David. <laughs> no, just say, just say we, all, we all do our part over here at Fight Book MMA. But yeah, each week, week in, week out, we got some great guests. We're, we're not going to stop. And yeah, no. shout out to Coach Longo for coming on. Shortly after a big time win, and there's more to come. Always fight book MMA. We ain't gonna stop. Hell yeah, hell to you. Well, guys, um, like I said, we have other events happening this weekend. Obviously, we can't uh, talk about every single fight card that's out there, um, or every fight, or every or second, every, or me, yeah. or every. <laughs> <laughs> that that that'll just put us into a five-hour show every Thursday night, and Mark would probably be dead asleep on air yeah like tyler king no No, just my daughter had me up really fucking early this morning sorry guys (laughs) that's okay uh usc fight night uh 206 we have luke versus uh remember the name mahal mahalad whatever fuck you say his name because he always says remember my name part two part two um, on paper right now, this fight card uh, looks okay. I'm not really like, I- I'm going to miss it, but I'm going to rewatch it because I have a date night on Saturday. So, which Rob I'm not really to. Hey, uh. gotta keep, gotta keep the wife happy, man. <laughs> it is, yeah, this no is going to start, this is going to start early, just like every other fight night. Um, it's going to start around four o'clock or three o'clock. Yeah, um, New Mexico time. Actually, no, uh, this one starts at four, four thirty Central time. So that's three thirty okay. your time, right? Yeah, so three thirty my time. Um, so uh, it's gonna start early and early. In Canada, it's probably like one or two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, they got yeah, <laughs> it's so hard. It'd be like six p.m. my time probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm only a couple hours ahead of you guys, smartasses. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're well, you're on a NYC time, right? Yeah, yeah. Eastern. Yep, yeah. yep. Well, let's get on with the fight card or the fight poster. A- absolute garbage. Absolute garbage. Straight up. This yeah. fight poster is horrible. Yeah, it, I mean, you couldn't. Uh, Bilal Muhammad. How could you not get a worse picture of that guy on this poster? That's the worst poster. Like. I, I would fucking call the UFC up and tell and demand <laughs> that they change that picture if I was Bilal Muhammad. <laughs> like, I what didn't the see fuck it, is so. going on in the background? 
I coughed. That was me coughing. It looks I, like leaves. I didn't I mute it this time. I didn't mute it this time. Sorry. That's okay. If I'm gonna make a guess, it, it looks like leaves, like a leaf. I don't know. Some it looks type like, of a, uh, like a a shitty carpet at a at a shitty Vegas casino. It's at a. It's a. It's a <laughs> it looks like the carpet from the old time old school Hilton uh, hotels. Yeah, it look, I'm telling you, it looks like a <laughs> shitty fucking. Uh, carpet does. from a, a crappy. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the background of the poster, dude. I don't have no poster. Oh, you talk about the fucking fight poster. Oh. Yeah. There Thanks, we go. The fuck is behind me? <laughs> no, not you. Num nuts. About you, bro. Yeah. Yeah, num nuts. That's a good one. That's an old school one. Uh, wow. <laughs> garbage. I don't. I don't know, man. And then the way they they made the uh, the lettering, it looks it looks dumb, like man. what the? F- no, I don't. No, I'm giving that a zero. Zero. Yeah, I'm giving this one a rating of ass. Ass, that's, which is pretty that's much a zero. If so, that's yes, it's a yeah. zero. Yeah. Yet another ass uh, fight night with fucking fourteen fights. This fight card is fourteen fights deep. Holy shit, that's a lot of fights. So yeah, but who bit. knows? Who knows if if all fourteen are gonna make weight? Yeah, th- this is gonna be a wild uh, kind of a sleeper event. I think. Um, yep. Just a lot I agree, of weird, a lot of weird fights on this. Um, let me tell you, half of the fighters that are fighting on this card are making their UFC debut. Yeah. Or they're going to get cut if they lose. But most yeah, of these fighters de- on the card, except for the main event uh, and a couple of the others, they're making their UFC debut. Yeah. And Drew right. uh, is well, still uh, suffering from that push. That he received from, from Jeremy uh, Stevens. Jerry, Jeremy Stevens. He's still complaining about that. Yeah, and he's he coming still in has at a, a minus six hundred favorite. <laughs> yeah, but no. I don't know, man. With that I, chest injury, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's been like it's been like nine months since the fucking push. I know, right, so I don't dude? know, Jerry. It's like, yeah. didn't he pop that baby out already? Come on. But there, there's some familiar faces on here. Chris Barnett, always an exciting guy, friend of Fightbook MMA. He might just yep. pull out some crazy cartwheel kick KO. I'm looking forward to him uh, fighting uh, Sam Hughes, uh, yeah. Stella Nunez, starting out the the card, women's bout. You haven't seen her in a while. I really like Estella. Um, Kevin Kroon, yeah, uh, he's always exciting, yeah. man. I didn't really like his last fight, but I don't know, man, this, this fight he's fighting. Jordan Levitt, Trey Ogden, that's a good fight. Uh, there's a lot of good fighters that I want to see. Dude, uh, uh, Rafa Garcia. Yeah, Rafa Garcia is always an exciting guy. I always count him out, but mm-hmm. man, pa- tapology, I haven't quite locked up all the picks right now, but every time I pick that guy out, he, he wins, man. So I'm at the go with the Mexican power. And I, I think yeah. the fight of the night, Miguel Baeza and Andre Fialo, that's going to be a good one, man. Oh, yeah, yeah that like one that. right there, that one is going to be good. Very, yeah. very good. Um, even the female fight, uh, Leon Landsberg versus Pene uh, Kianzad, I think that one's going to be a good fight as well. Yeah, there's 14 fights. So, and then uh, Jordan Leavitt, the, the monkey god, too, need not forget, low-key fighting Trey Ogden. So I'm always uh, looking forward to seeing what the monkey gods got to go, or the monkey king, mm-hmm. forget what his nickname is. Yeah. <laughs> but king. he's a... He's- but he's deadly as shit, man. So if he takes mm-hmm. you to the mat, he's probably gonna strangle your ass. But Trey Ogden, <laughs> that's it. Well, I think he's making his debut too. So yeah. 
against yeah, Jordan, like I Jordan said, Levin, there's a, man. There's a yeah. lot, a lot of fighters. If you guys really look at these fights or these fighters, they're making their UFC debut. So yeah. it's, it, I think it's going to make for an entertaining fight because they're making their debut and because they're so high up on the card that they're yeah. going to want to impress the bosses, the crowd, the fans. So this could be a sleeper card. Most most fight nights that are right after a pay per view are good. Are like are good. Are really really good. So yeah, they have been. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah the posters typically suck, and then the fights are good. Yeah, yeah. the fights are good. Facts. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, but yeah, it's pretty much Dana White know. and the, the it's Dana and the matchmakers looking at like who could where is there a star going to be born. There's got a lot, not not quite mismatches, but you never know. I mean, some guys making their debut, they're straight killers out the gate. And a lot of them that are here matched up making their debut, they are fighting some decent names. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's why I go, even the co-main event, like uh, Kyle, was it Barallo? And uh, what's his name? The Russian cat. Like those guys are both. Oh, yeah. Godzi at, at, Omar Godshev. God yeah, that, that co- oh, that's there for God a reason. Shev. Yeah, there you go. Rob nailed it, man. Rob, you always nail it with the name. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a – but you never know. This fight card could just be, like, 13 finishes and one decision for all we know. And, you know, but we shall see. I think I there's going to be a lot of finishes left. on this card, man. I do, too. Yeah, I'm there I with do you. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Chris Barnett. Oh, yeah. Oh, Chris Barnett, he's going to win with a fucking helicopter kick. You know, you know what a, yeah, exactly. a a dream a dream matchup would be to see uh, Barnett versus uh, uh, Jonathan Ivy, the uh, leglock monster. Oh man! Oh, dude, Jonathan spot. Ivy and him just to bro. see these these two big motherfuckers rolling around everywhere. <laughs> Don't look like fucking roly polies, man. That would be awesome, dude. I would love to see no, that Chris- fight. Chris Barnett would pull off the first ever flare, like body shot kick KO. You know what I mean? He would just bust out some shit. Oh my Sweet god! Sweet chin music. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to Jonathan Ivy though, too, friend of Fight Book MMA. I think he's yeah. got a fight. He's got a fight coming up too, man. Jonathan Ivy's been kicking people's asses for a lot of years too. He's got plenty yeah, we of fights get him on his before belt, that but... fight, man. Yeah, yeah. Let, hey, David, find out when his fight is, or I can find out, and then we'll yeah. get him on the show. Yeah, and another intriguing fight of the night that is also heavyweight that I'm looking forward to is uh, Devin Clark, William Knight. I think Devin Clark is moving up to heavyweight, and William Knight is one of those guys that, like, you just don't want to count out, man. Devin Clark moving up, that's kind of a sketchy move, but he's uh, a Jackson Wink guy, and yeah. I just don't know about that move. It's kind of... That's kind of a bad situation for him against William Knight in a heavyweight match. Yeah, so I don't and, know. And the crazy thing about that man is that uh, William Knight is coming in as the underdog in this one, the plus one seventy. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what people what? see in Devin Clark just because he's, I guess, taller. <laughs> um, doesn't mean that that's going to transition well as far as a, a bigger weight. They, class, they, but... they obviously haven't seen a William Knight fight. I mean, William Knight, he's not, he's not the tallest. Uh, no division, but. He's big, and that guy, bro, that dude guy hits dude, like a that, truck. Yeah. He's built you're, like a truck, yeah. like a Mack we, truck. We talk about, yeah, we talk about these, you know, uh, th- these other fighters that have power, and they're huge in, in, in that division, um, in the heavyweight, you know, but William Knight could easily have the same type of power as these heavyweights. 
you know, seems like they throw a little dash of uh, two heavyweights per car now. Like we do, we get our little taste of heavyweight. Last car was kind of geared towards women's straw weight, but mm-hmm. here, it, I mean, there's a lot of uh, 55 pounders on this card. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good mix though overall. And then Vicente Luque, Bilal Mohammed. I mean, we don't have time to go through the whole card and make our picks. Like, I haven't even officially made my picks official on Tapology, but Me neither. this rematch. I always wait till last be... minute now, David. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a return, though, be... this weekend. There is a return. There's a return off of a bullshit suspension, because I know he did not will... willingly take anything. Jesse Ronson returns this weekend. Mm. Yeah, he is fighting Rafa Garcia. Yeah. Yep. And Teacher Laramie fights on the card as well, so a couple Canadians, so this should be good. Yeah. 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 It's going to be good. I think this is one of those cards, like I said, that always happens every after every pay per view event. We get that fight night. And, and I'm, it's I'm calling it now, man. The, uh, uh, I'm predicting a um, someone getting their pink slips. It's going to be Wu Yanan. Um, Myra Bueno. <laughs> oh, easy. Uh, yep. Wu hasn't won a fight in quite some time now. Mm-mm. I think she lost to Edwards. Uh, anyway. No, actually, th- this would make this would make it her third loss in a row. So I guarantee, if she loses, no one's really gonna miss her. It's gonna be curtains for her. Mm-hmm. So she, mm-hmm. she's gonna be gone. She's not winning this fight. There's no way Wu is gonna be able to be, uh, defeat Buena Silva, dude. Dude, that chick like is, yeah, she's a badass, is, bro. That chick goes in there to yeah, bang, is, dog. Hell yeah! That she yeah, goes in there to fucking. Like Ray Longo said, put a hole in her fucking chest. Yeah, and how do you not, how do you not go for somebody nicknamed Shitara? Dude. Yeah, that's true. That's a pretty badass name. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, she's, she's, she hasn't had a, a bad fight, bro. She really hasn't, man. The last fight. And that that's right. She took Maynon Fiaro, that one bitch that will actually punch a hole through your chest. Yeah. She took it to a decision, bro. And I remember yeah. I was like, there's no way. Like, Maynon's just going to destroy her. And nah, man. Oh, uh, she she almost beat her ass. That was mm-hmm. such a good fight, man. That was a really good fight. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. She's gonna bounce back and take it out on Wu. And bye bye, pink Ooh. slip time. Yep. Another uh, pink slip fight for sure. Sam Hughes fighting for her job against uh, Stella Nunez. So I don't think she makes it out of that fight either. But it oh, is no. it's women's uh, straw weight. But yeah, Sam Hughes has had a pretty tough run in the UFC and coming from uh lfa right rob she was the yep. lfa champion yep. or so but but yeah it hasn't been a good run for her matchmaking wise it makes sense her opponent here but she's definitely fighting for her job and yeah, i would bro. say she, she's had she hasn't had a single win in the ufc it's three losses in a row mm-hmm. yeah before that's why i said yeah. if you if you like look at all these fighters like half are making their debut and the rest are going to be let go and Estella Nunez is actually mm-hmm. the uh, the champ of the pillow fighting championship. So yeah, that's yeah, pretty cool, that's man. right. We need to get her yeah, on the show. Yeah, uh, yeah we do. Happen, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to reach out to our boys at Pillow Fight League so and see if we can get some of their fighters on our show, man. Especially Estella. That that would be a fun interview. If uh, Chris Barnett does the worm across the cage after a knockout mm-hmm. win, if this card's a ten. I'll just tell you guys <laughs> that right now. <laughs> So I wait, see him just do the wait. And we followed by the worm. But then again, but but main event, like I was getting to Luke and Bilal Muhammad, 
second time around. What do you guys got? What What do you think is the outcome of this one? Because we know Bilal Muhammad, man, he's just fucking tough as nails. Luke, hard to finish, man. This is a a decision is- waiting to happen, but I have a feeling somebody gets finished. Yeah. yeah it's, well, uh, go ahead, Mark. No, okay. Um, I'm gonna go with my boy Bilal this time. No, you know, it's my boy. Uh, I don't know, man. It's it's tough, but if if you look at the wins of of uh, Vicente, they they've all been pretty much finishes. Um, you know, the the last two were for well, it was the Darce choke in the first round. Um, it's yeah. I, I'm gonna go with. Uh, with the Stanford MMA guy, <laughs> Vicente. Oh. Hmm. Well, I don't issue with Luke, but it's just, you know, I'm a huge fan of Belil. That's all. Yeah. Well, Mohammed is a badass fighter. We all know what he can do in the cage. We all know that he brings it. Um, it's going to be a very tough fight for both of them. Um, but I think it's just the way that uh, Vicente has won his last uh, few fights. He, he's coming in hot. And ready and I, and I believe like that a he's little Caesar's win. pizza. Yeah, I think this win would you know put him up there towards win. the chopper chopper ones. You know, I, like if he wins this, I think his next fight's gonna be like up there even higher. Because he was, you know, yeah, they talk about him going up next, like towards the title shot soon. Like when he was on that little like that run that he's been on, there's been talk of him closely getting to a title fight. I'm like, well, he's got a long ways to go still. <laughs> Yeah. And then they're here they go here they're like some of those guys. Yeah, and then they're like, here you go, here's Bala Muhammad again. Here you go. Yeah. yeah. But see, so. he he lost against uh, Vicente Luke the first time. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. like yeah, Muhammad that's true. Team, though. That was a long time and, ago. Well, was yeah, it? keep it in mind too. Uh, ago, but uh, you know, no, obviously Bala sorry, Dave, he's he's coming in Not also really. with a huge win streak as well. Um, you know, there's nothing that I don't want to take away from him. Um, but most of them were from either a decision. Um, mm-hmm. There were unanimous decisions and one, you know, submission win. Let's, versus... let's put it this way. Uh, Bilal Mohammed hasn't lost since that loss with, with Luke. Okay. Luke. So that was his last loss, bro. And since then, be, you know, whether they be boring fights or not, which I would agree with you there. I don't know, man. I like Bilal, but. His style is just—it's not exciting. He's, you know, that's why he's a grinder. Remember the name because you're not going to remember the name after you watch him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, he he did lose he did lose another fight after Vicente it was against uh, Jeff Neal. Oh, that's right, that's right. That was yeah. a close. Yeah, that, okay. That was a close. That was a close fight, though. He needs a win, like in an impressive fashion, man. Bilal Muhammad for sure, and, and oh, Luke yeah. might, in fact, bring that out in him. And I, like I said, as much as these guys are just hard to kill, it's a decision fight waiting to happen. I have a feeling somebody's going to get finished, and I'm going to take Vicente Luque because Bilal Muhammad. Keep in mind, it is Ramadan. That might factor in just a little bit. But, That's why uh, I mentioned before, about... though. Yeah. That's why I mentioned he's done this about before, though, Roberto. So... He's yeah, done it before yeah. the Roberto, and, yeah. and he's fought really well too after doing it. So you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, I think uh, he's fine doing this. 
Vicente Luke, bro, uh, this guy is a finisher. He's gone in there against two of the best grapplers and finished them at their own game, Michael Chiesa. Yes. And uh, yes. That's true. Our own Woodley. So, okay. you know, for anybody to go in there and say that Bilal is going gonna, is gonna to destroy him. or and The only way that Bilal wins this is by unanimous decision. Let's be real here, folks. Um, yeah. There's no way he's going to yeah. finish Vicente Luke. Um, no. Bush, you know, Vicente Luke was sure as hell going to finish Bilal Muhammad. I think – I think this is going to go in favor of uh, Vicente Luke. I'm picking Vicente Luke by way of finish. Vicente Luke, late in the first round, he's going to win by submission win. That's fast. Oh. And I'm calling a Darce choke. Three oh, Darce chokes in a row. Lock him in. Lock, that lock pick him in. in. I am going to lock that pick in, and I'm going to, I'm going to do it. <laughs> That fucking hurts. Like, oh, geez. <laughs> wow. And I think there's a 10% chance that the main event could be Sandwich of the Night Fight. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Um, Bilal Muhammad is a plus 155 underdog. Vicente Luke is a, a minus 180 favorite going into this fight. So I think a lot of the, the matchmakers, um, the odds makers, see it the way we do, um, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, remember the decision, Muhammad. I like good. Bilal, bro. I like him. I just he doesn't have the yeah. instinct, bro. He doesn't have that. I get it, guys. Instinct. I get it. I, just, yeah. I wish he. I wish that. I wish he was a finisher, bro. I wish he was a finisher. So do I. I wish he would finish people more often, but he doesn't. You know what I mean? I wish he wasn't just a grinder. He just grinds people out. That's all he does. He's a grinder. And, and you know what? Hey, I, I can respect that because it's up to the other guy. You know, to avoid that and prevent it. Of course. But uh, yeah. that doesn't take away from the fact that your fights are fucking boring. It's kind of like and Damian Maya, bro. Like, I remember everybody yeah, was like, oh, Damian Maya, Damian, bro. I don't want to see a Damian Maya huh. fight. I'm sorry. It's just boring. Just like I don't want to see a Ryan Hall fight. You know, it's just it's boring. It's boring. Fucking blankets. Huh. That's all we're seeing. <laughs> you know, and, and you know, I, I don't want to take anything away from that style. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, it's fucking boring that's not what people want to see and i understand you, <laughs> yeah, you, you got to do what you got to do when a fight but do you have to do it every fucking fight right yeah the, the, the <laughs> just bleed uh, but the just bleed mma buffalo wild wing people won't like this main event if it ends up being what we think it's going to be you know what i mean yeah so, <laughs> but well, Fine, I'm calling but... a draw fuck it i call a draw <laughs> yeah there you go i was waiting for that one one dollar <laughs> One dollar. Yeah. We're getting one dollar bet. We're That's getting one dollar bet. End, right? The price is right. One dollar bet right there. One dollar. One dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Let's go ahead and do our outside of the cage news. Um, I know David, yeah. you got some uh you got some good stuff out here, man. So uh, go ahead and do your outside the cage news, man. Man, a great fucking fight book that I heard today that I was like very proper for the welterweight division coming off. We we're just talking Luke Mohammed, Shavkat Rachmanov against Neil Magny. Man, they really made that fight official today. And we called that shit too, bro. We called <laughs> it. We did. Yeah. But when I saw David post that, I was like, they're fucking hey. listening to us. <laughs> they are Man, listening. They, you know they are they because are we called it. We talked about that. We said that's the next fight we, room. And sure enough. It's and it's, it's pro I mean, Shavka, I mean, that guy is like Ross Marquis, if you're listening out there. We know this is our dude, man. But going 
going against Neil Magny. I count Neil Magny off nine out of ten times, man. But this fight, this is a fucking legit matchup at 170. And that just goes to show you that Neil Magny is just a straight G. And he's like, fuck it. I'm going to take out all the up-and-comers. He's, I'm going to take bro, out that, the veterans. That better be, that better be uh, a main event. That better be. Five-rounder. Yeah. Fight night, even. Could be. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, dude. When I saw that, I was like, hmm. That sounds familiar. Because <laughs> I thought there was a chance that they would match up uh, Shavkat against Tim Means. Because Tim Means is still Ooh. without a fight. And I'm still waiting to see, you know, further news. Like, Tim Means does have something brewing up, but we'll find out soon. And we'll probably talk to Tim soon enough, mm-hmm. too, about that. But I thought this was a possible matchup, man. But, man, Neil Magny, the guy's a straight killer, too, man. You can never count Hell him out. Yeah. But in this, in this fight, it's a total fire matchup, man. This is a real, real deal fight for the MMA gods, as we always mention on this show. Mm-hmm. So, I love it. Well, I'm, I'm going to reach out to Neil because uh, we are friends on Facebook. And I'm gonna see if we can get him on and talk yeah. about that fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that let's would do be that, a, man. Let's get Neil yeah, on. Yeah, that would. We haven't that'd him be on. dope. Yeah, that would be a dope, dope interview and a dope fight, man. Right on. Yeah, and, to- and talking uh, fight bookings will continue on. I just heard today actually that what was confirmed from Anthony Smith himself. He's not fighting Paul Craig like I was hoping for. Like that's the real deal fight that I wanted. But he's actually fighting another murderer. And, Mag- uh, and Kylev, oh. that is a fucking ridiculous matchup right there. Like Dude. another offering to the gods. That right there. I hope that's on the same well, uh, Magni fight. Dude, if they yeah. should make the Magni fight and the Smith fight the main and co-main. Yep. Yeah, I think they're trying to figure it out. Like more, more than likely, both fights will take place at that UFC Singapore card because they're still building it up. It's not official yet, but as mm. far as Anthony Smith, because he does his podcast with uh, Michael Bisming. I always mention it. I'm a big fan of Anthony Smith, Michael Bisming, one of my favorites all time. But he did confirm today that they're working out the contract and that he will indeed fight uh, Magomed and Kylev. And he was just coming off the what? Diago Santos main event. So mm-hmm. more than likely, that's going to be top card material main event or main card type deal. So Anthony Lionheart Smith, such a fucking badass man against a killer. And on Kylev, when does Anthony Smith not fight a total murderer across right? the cage? I have some other outside the cage news. Um, Andre Andy Reese versus Tyron Spong. They're headlining a thriller boxing right. pay per view July 16th in Mexico City. Tyron Spong Dude. versus Andy Reese, bro. I don't know, man. Who, do you, who you got on that one? <laughs> boxing. Uh, I'm picking Andy Reese. Uh, Andy Reese. Yes. In a bull. I mean, <laughs> Wait, did you say Andy Ruiz? Yeah, like, Andy Ruiz. Yeah, the yeah. former champion. The former champion. Yeah. Fuck off. The former champion. Fuck off. No, you're, are you kidding me? Yeah. He's against Tyrone Spong. Yeah. Yes, he's going to fight Tyrone Spong. Imagine if Tyrone Spong. I wonder what the odds are on that, bro. That's Imagine not the fight Spong I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bull ring in Mexico. Ruiz versus Ortiz. I wanted Ortiz versus Ruiz, you know, at yeah, some point. No. no. Well, no. at some point. A couple years ago, I wanted it. Not- now, look. Being that Anthony that uh, Drees was a world champion, um, now he's going to be fighting on a Triller card. Does that say something about Triller, or does that say something bad about Drees? No, it says about a, a lot about Triller, man. They're they're paying the fighters money. 
Yeah, that's exactly. what that's I was true. because a lot of oh, there's been a lot of people when this news came out, they're like, Why is that is Andrew Reese selling out? Because he's not fighting, you know, for a, a top rank or you know, a premier boxing or you know, the these top boxing promotions. It's easy money, it's gonna the be same people that were talking shit on the, the McGregor Mayweather shit, you know, right? Yeah. It's easy money. Why are you talking shit on Mayweather, man? Because he's taking this fight, right? So Andy Dries is fighting under a Triller card, which shows that Triller has the money to back up what they're doing. And these two guys, same with Spong. He's a, he's a fucking good world champ yeah. boxer. Yeah. So, just, you know, it's like... surprised me. I, I, dude, I, I well, love these fantasy matchups, you know. Uh, right? I, I just surprised the fuck I out of me. We should be having the, the event at the, the Saitama <laughs> Arena in Japan. Fuck. That would make it even oh, more nostalgic. No, it's... That would have been no, they, fucking dope, right? It's neat. If it better be happening in the bull ring in Mexico, please tell me, Triller, you guys got that part figured out. Oh, dude, the in hell? the middle of the bull ring, <laughs> that'd be bad. Yeah, ring. Wow. Yeah. Here's some more uh, outside the cage news. Um, you know, I got to bring up John Jones every every episode, and uh, Adesanya yep. still talking shit. He's saying Puma knows I won't embarrass him. Like John Jones did to Nike. <laughs> this Ooh, man. John Jones, man. Do you ever think we're going to see uh, yeah. Adesanya fight John Jones? I, I don't think we ever will because John no. Jones is a freaking no. monster compared to this guy. Oh, yeah. John Jones is too huge not to be fighting I, I want to see these guys meet up like somewhere. You know what I mean? Just like randomly, you know, they're at a restaurant. I want to see uh, John Jones sneak up on him at a, at a steakhouse. Uh, and crack him fucking with the mask on. Yeah, right? break it, break his yeah. t- and then just give him some hot dog water before the cops show up. Uh, the the Rudy Lara John Jones mentioned always necessary, super necessary. We gotta super talk about John Jones, bro. I ain't never gonna forget him. If it's not in, the, I, in the in the beginning of the show, in the middle, it's always at the end. <laughs> But on what another note, too, on a, on a yeah, another sad note, too, I was very disappointed and all happy in some capacity. But uh, Cowboy Oliveira finally parting ways with the UFC. Yeah, never thought man. I'd ever see the I day that would happen. Same here. But I guess there's some Eagle FC money to be made out there. But I do not know, man. That was kind of a, a surprise. But um, yeah, he's I, probably I see that finally a, just a, out of some contract, time, man. Eagle FC, that'd be he'd be great. Match fit for them. Mm-hmm. Great fit. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, 22 fights. And, and I don't think it was so much him retiring. I think they just didn't want to extend the contract. Right. And probably Oliveira said, well, the money doesn't, you know, it doesn't look too appealing for me. So let's see what Khabib can do. They just agree. And I'm sure, yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure Habib said, oh, I show you money. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, UFC, no treats, fighters good, Eagle FC, come. Yeah. Yes. I send location. I send location. <laughs> but then again, like he's he's one of the longest tenured UFC guys. Ben Rothwell just got cut. Like we're on a string of like the longest guys, like they're fading away from the UFC, man. It's all a bunch of new guys and Masvidal's the second highest paid dude. Like it's we've entered we've entered into the unknown long time ago, but Cowboy yeah. Oliveira being released from the UFC. I thought maybe they'd give him Nick Diaz on the way out. I mean, why not? Right. Well, speaking of Nick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we can uh yeah, we could close the show with that. Caesar Gracie mentioned the return of Nick Diaz by the end of twenty twenty two. 
who the hell does he fight? Tim Means. Please give him Tim Means. Oh, I, I think the only one he's <laughs> fighting is Scale. Well, if he fights to Scale, then that's not a good matchup for him. Bro, I, I don't want to see a fat Nick Diaz, man. Okay? I don't want to see fat Nick Diaz. Nobody wants to see a fat Nick Diaz. Uh, nobody wants to see fat Nick Diaz. <laughs> wow. Throw a name throw a name out there. Wild card, Mark. Who you got? Nick versus uh, two. Which weight class? Which weight class? What's way to middleweight? It's gotta be Yeah. I'm gonna say probably Kazmat or Colby. What? Yeah, you <laughs> Oh, I know. dude. That's no. a fantasy matchup. It is. Mm. Nick Diaz from seven years ago against Chimaev, I would, inter- that yeah. would be great. But If I if I were going to go with any fantasy matchup, I would say Nick Diaz versus uh, Conor McGregor. Tim Means. Um, yeah, or Conor. Yeah. And th- that would basically be, uh, you know, Conor saying, hey, you know what? I beat your little brother up, and I'm going to beat your ass. You know, a, a whole, I, I would love to see the just the shit talking. I want to see the shit talking, bro. That that was fun. That's why I like Conor McGregor. That's why I like Nick Diaz. I like shit talkers. Sometimes they're a little annoying, but it's funny, bro. Yeah, it's, but it's entertaining. But but remember, Nick Diaz and his last fight, he didn't really talk a lot of shit. He yeah. was just really chill. He, you know, he was like whatever. He's just like whatever. He was a little too chill. Man. He was a little too chill. Yeah. Because yeah. all that weed he's smoking. Hey, man. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the wild card matchup, I'm going to predict the Tim Means Nick Diaz fight out of nowhere. It's going to come at you. Jessica Andrade? What? You want him to fight Jessica Andrade? I'm down to see that. Why not? Hell yeah. Let's <laughs> go, hey. Oh, yeah. man. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. No country for old men. Hell yeah. Let's say do a, a like we're uh, the last topic we were supposed to hit on was uh, Logan Paul reaching out to uh, hmm. Dana White. I guess they officially talked and said, yeah, there's kind of a chance that he could fight in the UFC. Fuck it, Logan Paul against uh, Nick Diaz. He's still gonna have to cut 20 pounds and make 185. So, right, dude. And then he's gonna talk <laughs> shit to him and say, you know what, you should have took in the fight that I offered you originally, and you would have made even more money. Now you gotta take the UFC money. See? Eat my yeah. See? Look. That's exactly Logan Paul, Nick Diaz. <laughs> if, if it was a boxing match, definitely, most definitely, Nick would have left out there a gazillionaire. But he's well, gonna he make the UFC money. Yeah, yeah, Man, he can't do it. So it's got to be the UFC money. Yep. <laughs> Just engage you. We'll, we'll find out in about two months' time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. That's it's kind of hard to picture Nick Diaz in shape now. Wow. And, and, and but you know what? He can do it. I mean, he was a triathlete, so. You know, what? one thing we we I forgot to ask Coach Long about was uh, what he thought about Dana White talking shit on the decision, saying that. They, oh yeah, that, that they, they screwed yeah, up that the, deci- been a good the co- decision for Peter Jan. Damn, that was the best question of the night, right there, right? Really? That, that's yeah. that's Damn. fucked yeah. up, dude. That that is fucked up. Yeah. You know, if you didn't date, hate Dana White before, you should hate him now. <laughs> I mean, I I don't hate him. You hate I mean, him. he's just one of those assholes, yeah. a lovable asshole. Um, right. No. Ugh. 
He says he just he, he just he's very off the cuff. He just says whatever's on his mind without kind of thinking. Yeah, I'll 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 comment about that in the chat later and tell you why he feel Dana White felt that way. I'll tell you later. Okay, <laughs> you can't say I know why. <laughs> well, Dana's listening, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Peter Yannis is Yan and Pan and spam peter pan that's what dana white likes son, isn't he <laughs> cheater pan cheater pan it's peoter pan <laughs> peoter yan peoter pan oh, fuck oh well guys time has caught up to us what a fucking amazing show again mm-hmm. congratulations rudy for being yeah congrats a bro again that is awesome congratulations man. to you and to samara um, we do wish that, uh, you know, all the, the joy and love that this baby is going to bring you, um, boy or girl, don't matter as long as the baby comes out healthy. Um, but congratulations, man. It's a, that's, that's huge, huge right there. Hell yeah, man. You know, what better way to break yep. it than, uh, to break it to my fight book MMA family and my right. family, my parents. Hell yeah. yeah new- my dad was like, new is some- I saw. <laughs> 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 the, newest me- the newest member of the Fight Book MMA crew coming soon, December 2022. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah man. You gotta get her, get him, him or her a little Fight Book shirt. Dude, I'll make it happen. No. Yeah, no. I'll, I'll I'll get that shit ready for you, man. <laughs> a little right onesie. On. <laughs> yes, yes. I'll have a onesie for you for your for your baby. Right on. Well, guys, thank you so much again for another banging show. Uh, thanks to uh, Coach uh, Longo for coming on our podcast. Uh, he could have picked any other podcast, but he uh, picked ours after um, his dinner with the, with the, with Aljamain and all the other killers. And uh, so thanks again, uh, Ray, for jumping on our show. David, thanks for making it happen. Um Thanks to everybody that's watching and listening. We really, really, really do appreciate your support. We wouldn't be doing this without your uh, support. And um, yeah, so, you know, showing all the love for for Fightbook and for the website and for our podcast. Um, That's why we do what we do, because we just love what we do. And our guests love our podcast. (laughs) So um, it's freaking awesome that we have that opportunity to be able to talk to these uh, legends, man. And like I said, more legends coming. As soon as I get the the contract signed and everything is ready to rock and roll, I will make the official announcement and then guests will be rolling almost every Thursday night. We already so, have guests thanks. rolling in yeah. every Thursday night. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, so add a couple more yeah. on the calendar that doesn't hurt. Right? Yep. <laughs> right on. Well, David, you know what to do, homie. Yes, indeed. Another one in the books, episode 128. It's been a fun one. Shout out to Coach Ray Longo, Sarah Longo Jiu-Jitsu out there, Long Island, New York. Shout out to y'all. Always showing up every Thursday. We always make it happen. Oh, man. Keep the, keep it pushing, just like Crazy Lokes would say. Keep on pushing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Congratulations to you, Rudy. Uh, if you want all the latest combat sports news around the world, around the clock, go to fightbookmma.com for this podcast platform. Audio, look us up. Every podcast platform, wherever you get it, uh, Fightbook MMA, sitting ringside. For myself, Dave Rodriguez, Mark Ambu Miller, Rudy Lara, producer at hand, Robert Aljefe, the boss, 
We are sitting ringside, episode 128. We out. Catch you next Thursday. Enjoy the fights. Peace out. Peace. my boy, oh. and I think Corey Anderson wins. McKee murder. Yeah. <laughs> McKee retains. McKee retains. <laughs> yeah. Next step. Yes, sir. Yeah. Later, guys. Have a good Later, day. Later, guys. Later.